we have come full circle on the podcast and Hogwarts Legacy. It is kind of bizarre. I want to take you down some of the history of what has been happening with both the podcast and Hogwarts Legacy. It's kind of weird how much everything lines up here. So, two years ago, I was writing for The Gamer. And it was it was almost literally two years ago. It was February 24th when I posted this, this episode. The episode is titled The Problem with Games Journalism. So I want to share some of the history with you now an old clip from that from that show and and we'll move forward from there so here we go on monday i received an email from the editor-in-chief of the gamer and the first part of it i can't go into detail about so i apologize for that you're going to have to we're all going to have to live with less information than we might like uh suffice it to say the first part of that email prompted me to seek legal counsel. I received recommendations from that counsel, and ultimately I decided that it's not worth figuring out who is right or wrong. So from there, we, uh, we start to discuss Hogwarts Legacy. And we talk about not only the gamer, but also Kotaku and their inability to report uh, what I consider to be ethically, and this is where the meme of me doing ethical Minecraft journalism comes from, because I sincerely felt and still feel that games journalists have a responsibility to report accurately and not to obfuscate information and to share things with you in a way that you can draw your own conclusions. I don't believe that games journalists should direct you to where you need to where they think you need to go I think they should give you the information and you should decide for, for yourself so the rest of the issue is whether uh, the game director for Hogwarts Legacy was worthy of being removed from the game so let's let's revisit this this article from Kotaku and the issue that I had with Kotaku. And according to this article in Kotaku, it says, quote, among Levitt's other videos are lengthy defenses of both John Lasseter, the Pixar co-founder who left his position at Disney in 2017 after allegations of sexual misconduct, and Nolan Bushnell, the Atari co-founder, whose Kotaku's own reporting found to have fostered a toxic work environment for women. So what, what are these... What are what, what is the defense here, right? Because that that is a hefty accusation, right? the The assertion is that these two people are have been found to foster toxic work environments and guilty of sexual misconduct. Therefore, defense of them is probably not a good idea. Kotaku didn't seem to find it pertinent to ask, well, what was the defense? and what was said, and why was it said. Those three questions are not asked, and they're not answered. Uh, they are only linked to. Here we are, two years later. Two years later, different... Some of, some of the actors are different. Some of, some of the writers 
I'm not, I'm not going to call them journalists, but some of the writers are different. But the story is the same. It's the same game. It's so weird that two years later, we're still having this conversation. We're still, we're still really talking about the, the issue that games journalists have separating their social justice opinions from, from actual reporting and being ethical in their, in, in their reporting which <laughs> is really, really interesting to me because two years ago we were talking about the same thing. We were talking about, we were making the same comparisons. We were talking about cyberpunk. We were talking about what could possibly be done. There was even an article that I referenced from Kotaku that was discussing this. And I, I mean, I have a bunch of clips that, that we could, we could play but I think you can go back and listen to those full episodes, and I think you should. The first one is titled The Problem with Games Journalism. That's the one where I left the gamer, and this is where I started talking about the game director for Hogwarts Legacy and the issues surrounding his personal life and whether or not that should have any bearing on him actually making the game. The second episode that you might want to check out is titled Hogwarts Hogwarts what is Hogwarts's legacy what is Hogwarts's legacy and that topic that episode is where i discuss the issue with transgenderism because 2 years ago we knew about this character creator 2 years ago and i i totally forgot about it 2 because it was 2 years ago 2 years ago we were talking about having the ability to have a character that presents as female but has a male voice you can choose to play as a girl uh a f with a f uh, a female body you can choose a character with a female body who has a male voice and vice versa and then you can choose whether you are called a witch or a wizard so so fine there it is now, if you remember a couple of days ago when we, were, when we were talking about this with Passions, I was remembering an issue with with Cyberpunk and the choice to have male or, or, you know, or trans characters. There was an issue and I couldn't remember what it was. And it, it was bothering me because I couldn't remember exactly what the issue was. As it turns out, we already discussed that. We already talked about that. And the issue is one that I don't know that you could even attempt to rectify. I don't know how you come up with a solution to this specific problem. And here it is. This article from Kotaku says, quote, these design choices can make transness meaningless and leave out non-binary players. They feel like a nod to the existence of trans people without fully exploring what it means for a character to actually be trans something having an actual trans character as bloomberg reports the hogwarts legacy is pushing for could address speaking as a trans man my voice and body quote match due to hormones making gender options like this functionally useless in creating a trans male character uh in regard in this regard cyberpunk was able to bring in another layer by adding genitals to the mix something i would certainly not expect a video game about teenagers to do so even even with the option to have 
a character who presents as trans even even in the instance of cyberpunk it's just not good enough it's not good enough because it's a stereotype you're stereotyping trans people and you know it's problematic and even that article admitted that the issue is that you can't you can't do that you can't do cyberpunk in hogwarts it's a story about children you, you just can't do it it's not something that you can even broach but they still have an issue with it and it's a problem because these quote-unquote journalists are supposed to report on the the game they're supposed to report on the actual game you know what is the experience for the player what what is the story how's how's the how are the controls and you can make the argument that they have a responsibility to talk about some of the social issues if it's a, an actual issue but again i see no actual issue here i see no real sin that hogwarts legacy is is accused of and all of this came up because of interestingly enough because of the game director and his support of people who were going against the grain who were not conforming to the general idea of social justice and what these journalists are pushing so he put out a couple of youtube videos discussing the issue and these journalists quote-unquote journalists these content creators had an issue with it and then it turned into this whole thing about whether trans people were being represented whether the game was doing enough to counteract the sins of both jk rowling and the game director and whether or not it was worthy of being a modern game that that was really the issue it had it has nothing to do with the game itself which is kind of fascinating and something that was even apparent two years ago because the the editor-in-chief at that time has left and now the editor-in-chief is somebody that we even mentioned two years ago discussing this entire thing and this is this is her contribution to the thing i read one from the gamer by stacy henley and she more or less uh doesn't she doesn't want to support hogwarts legacy because it's intrinsically linked to jk rowling and troy levitt therefore there is probably nothing that can be done to make up for those sins <laughs> so i just so happened to run across those two episodes while i was trying to upload the first version of this and it's it's fascinating to me because these issues with games journalism still exist they're still there literally nothing has changed in the last two years literally nothing we're still having the same conversation we're still having the same issue and i still take offense to what these people are trying to do now part of what i talked about two years ago was was troy levitt's alleged defense of gamergate which is the incestuous relationship between games journalists and game developers 
and he was speaking as a game developer you know the problem is that these these outlets that discuss games they do have influence whether or not i want to admit it the the fact of the matter is that they have influence over the industry and because they have influence over the industry they feel that it is their responsibility to go out there and make sure that every damn game follows exactly what they are trying to do now i experienced this myself working for the gamer writing for the gamer i remember there was an instance where we were watching one of the the trade shows and they were doing reveals for the games and in the slack channel they were saying they were cheering each other on they were chanting to each other that they won't wouldn't stop until every main character was female that was a thing that happened so i mean they absolutely are trying to influence the games in a direction that they feel is socially just that is diverse that is equitable and that is inclusive now there's nothing inherently wrong with wanting to have those things there's nothing inherently wrong with wanting to have a world that is more just that is more inclusive but there is something wrong when you're calling yourself a journalist and pushing these agendas pushing people out refusing to report on things because of somebody who is only loosely attached to the thing or because somebody has an opinion that you don't agree with you know part of the part of the episode that i talked about with troy levitt was that they were accusing him of things that he wasn't actually doing so you should go back and listen to that episode the problem with games journalism that i mean that's it in a nutshell and it's just it's wild to me that we're talking about the same game two years later and and the creation of this podcast so (laughs) it appears that hogwarts legacy and i specifically are intrinsically tied so fascinating fascinating revelation for me and it's something that you know i i'm proud of i'm still proud of it because it this game highlights everything that's wrong with with the reporting of the games industry everything everything that's wrong with it all the bias all the attempts at influence all the uh unethical reporting it's uh all the bad links all the all the putting words into people's mouths this one game just highlights everything that's wrong with games journalism and i when content creators start replacing writers at news outlets quote-unquote news outlets when chat gpt starts taking the place of some of these some of these content creators at the gamer and at kotaku I hope that that AI is at least neutral in its reporting in whatever content it actually creates. And I hope that it can actually, you know, give you the information instead of trying to direct you toward one opinion or the other and just letting you decide what you 
what your opinion actually is. Which raises the question, you know, this AI is going to be taught through the internet, so how much, what, <laughs> what is it going to pull from the internet? Who Who is going to decide what this AI is, is reporting on or not? And it's a philosophical question, it's an ethical question, and it's it's a question that I don't know that people are really asking at this point. But because of Hogwarts legacy, and because of the rise of technology over the last two years, I'm having to sit here and ask these questions. You know, would an AI be more ethical in its reporting? Would it be more fair in its reporting? Is it going to try to push an agenda are these are these developers going to are the are the developers of the AI going to program this thing to push a social justice narrative, or are they going to try to design it to be as unbiased and neutral as possible, like a journalist should be? Those are the questions that I have, you know, and with with issues like this specifically. Uh, could an AI even even come close to broaching this subject and treating it in a manner that it needs to be treated in? Because as much as I as much as I hate the games journalist industry for how they're handling Hogwarts Legacy, it's it's important it's an important conversation to have because it again it highlights all of what I perceive to be issues with the the industry itself. You know, they can't they can't have the conversation about what should or should not be in a game, who should or should not be on the game without one taking personal offense to it and two being inaccurate in their reporting. All their reporting on Troy Levitt was was grossly grossly inaccurate and it was unfair and he lost his job because of it. I don't think he had an issue with that, but I take issue with that because cancel culture is a thing and we already know that as much as they tried to say that it wasn't for years we know that it absolutely is a thing <laughs> so having these having these people with this influence out here just straight up lying about people distorting the truth is an issue for me I don't appreciate it and I'll do everything in my power to make sure that they are held to account for what they do and that they report better and that they become better at their job. Instead of being an activist who is trying to influence things for, for their own agenda, for whatever end they're trying to reach, instead of doing that, how about they do their job and just report as they need to. Now, I, I'm getting I'm getting a little emotionally involved in it, so I'll I'll stop there. But it, it, it's I wanted to revisit this, and we're gonna have to continue to revisit it because apparently, uh, Hogwarts Legacy, by necessity, for the sake of the lore, <laughs> it has to take a special place in my heart because this is this is. This is where it all started. This is where it all began. And damn it if it's if I'm not going to be justified with this one. So with that, I appreciate you listening to me. I appreciate the 
the support on this one. And I look forward to talking with you more tomorrow and discussing some some different topics, but also continuing to champion ethical reporting, good reporting, and not something that is pushing an agenda and trying to influence the medium that we all love so damn much. So I will catch you tomorrow, and uh, we'll talk then. Peace.